Sparks. <laughs> Spiro Book Club. Yeah, hi. We're Do talking, the thing. We're talking about uh, a, a French comic piece um, mm-hmm. called Halloween Tales uh, by OG. I am so sorry. I tried to figure out how to pronounce this and I Boys could not Conan. find an official uh, pronunciation. Uh, I'm pretty sure because it's French. It's Bois. Bois Common. Hey, got Bois. Uh, Bois Common. Uh, but, uh, and DP Filippi. Um, and uh, I really uh enjoy this in the sense of i think it's a really nice mood piece um i think that there is an amount okay so uh, behind the table basketball i've had this for a while um i haven't i've considered doing it on previous halloweens and i've decided not to because i'm like i know it's super kidding uh and it is it's very it's very child oriented that's the target audience for it um but i think that there's i think the art is gorgeous I just want to get that out of the way i think the Mm -hmm, art is mm -hmm. absolutely incredible um and uh i I do fear, and I've I've read a little bit that like some things are probably lost in translation, especially in the first issue where it's all turned into rhyming. Um, that it's just not the level that it is if you read it in French. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, which I totally understand, but I still think like it's just it's just a nice Halloween mood piece about like different versions of coming of age things, uh, and I think it's really interestingly crafted uh, and. I, I particularly am always floored by the the third one and how it ends. Um, but I just, I, I'm really enamored with the art. I think mm-hmm. it's a nice little short piece for a us little to anthology. discuss. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wanted to share it with you guys because uh, I, I, I like like that there's different comic stuff in the world and this is one of those. I'll go first, Sparks. I really enjoyed <clears throat> this a lot. Nice. I, I, when you say, like, you described it as like Kitty and like, I, I my first thought wouldn't be that. I think it's just, it's like, but I guess it is. It's like it is young. It's for it's for youth. Like it's written for youth. But like, I love that first story, dude. Like uh, I do. Too. I I I I like I like all of them. I think the second is my least favorite. Uh, mm-hmm. But like, but one like I it's just Etrigan Etch- the demon being a good brother to uh, uh, to his sister who misses him. Right. Um, and it's like that first one really spoke to me because it's just like it's this person tackling all of their insecurities now that the person who they love most like and like. And like helps them is gone. And like, how do they deal with all everything under the bus? They talk about everything. Like, oh, what if I do this? What if I do this? What if I like this? And like, he has a rhyme and a reason for everything. And it's like really, really sweet. I loved it. Uh, I had I had a great time with this. And you're right, the art is is scrumptious. It's delightful. Uh, real quick, uh, all all of the art is by Wakaman. Uh, the story for the first two is also by him. Uh, the story but for the third is by DP Filippi. Nice. Cool. Um, so most of this is is Oliver's work. Good job. Uh, yeah. Ben. Uh I also had a really good time with uh with reading this book. Um I I also want to echo what Ryan said. I don't see it as kitty, but this is definitely a good mood setter because w- growing up in one of my favorite like aesthetics for Halloween is like yes, I like the black, I like the darkness, but at the <laughs> same time, I like the spooky stuff by I guess what people are calling it now is the spooky stuff mm-hmm. where it's like you have the It's pump- almost like wholesome. Yeah, it's wholesome scary, but it's not like um when you go it's like when you go into a spirit Halloween story and then you get like the, the hardcore blood, the, the, like the gorish stuff like the, like that. It's not malignant. Yeah. It's not that it's like, this is fun. How it's kind of like, um, like camp Snoopy's Halloween party or Mickey's Halloween party. It's stuff like that. That's like, yes, it's, you got the aesthetic, you got the colors, but it's not intended to scare you. It's like, let's have fun doing it. That's how I, I, I read this book. It's very thoughtful. Yes. The art is thoughtful. Halloween, not horror, but like atmosphere. 
it kind of reminded me a little bit of the Halloween tree in a yes, sense that it wasn't yeah. supposed to. That's one of the reasons I love like, it. It yeah. wasn't supposed to scare you. It was just like, hey, here's like, a, you're, like you said, a tone piece. Take a shot every time we say that. Um, my actually, my favorite story in this is the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my favorite story. I thought that was the best one. I like the second one a lot. The first one I also enjoyed, but the second one I also highly enjoyed because I just love the color pieces and it reminded me a lot of Dracula, the original Dracula, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the film Dracula. Because I just loved, I like how it went from we get beautiful colors in the first in the first one, and then the second one it's all black and white. I was like, this is like, and you get a kid with a bat, and it's like this is Dracula, even though it's not. Mm-hmm. And then of course the last one, I really like the concept of you you write in this book, and whatever you write, it's real or it happens. And it feels I very really similar to a um to to the old uh, horror audio adventures sparks that you used to listen to. Mm-hmm. The last one does, yeah. It is a lot like that for yeah. sure. Yeah. So I really enjoyed this. This was a, fu- and like we said, it's a quick read and it was, it was fun. I highly, I highly had a good time with this. Nice. I'm really glad to hear that. Yeah. I also, had, I also enjoyed this one. Um, I'm not as hot as it on you guys, but I did really enjoy the third, uh, the third issue. Um, I thought that was a good one. I, <clears throat> I will I, say I will say real quick. I think the second one is the one that suffers actually the most yeah. from translation, from what I understand. I, I, I yeah, I, I, I bet I, yeah. The second one, honestly, in a relative term, was hard for me to get through. Sure. And relative to how quick and easy the others are, um, it's not a hard read. Um, the the second one was I was hoping would be my my favorite <laughs> when I went into it, but it ended up being my least favorite. Right. Yeah, I know the first one. Like, um, my understanding is that the the brother's spirit is meant to be sorry here. Okay. Uh, the brother's spirit is meant to be speaking in poetry, but not necessarily in rhyme mm-hmm. um, that translated out into rhyme yeah, uh, for English. Cause English people are dumb. Well, <laughs> it's just, you know, like what, what they were doing in French poetry just wasn't crossing over properly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I'm sure like you lose some of the effect of that one in a sense, but uh, I do think the second one is the one that struggles the most with translation. Yeah, I had a honestly a couple of times had a hard time following the second one. Uh, but the first one I never had a problem. Yeah, I think I think I think the rhyming still works. At least it works for me. Again, cuz like the story is just it's 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 just really beautiful. And it's yeah. just like it's this this poor girl like on Halloween night just like like she doesn't want to be with anyone else cuz she's not feeling it cuz you know she's got a dead brother and it's like he's always watching over her and it's going to be okay. Just like instead of being negative trying to think positive. I love it. Yeah. She meets that bully and then he pulls his pants down. What a weird way to bully someone. Hey, pants. <laughs> that works. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I think that overall it's pretty strong uh, as as just a Halloween when I, story. Yeah, thing. when I looked at it, I expected trick or treat. So when I was three pages in, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a sad one. It's gonna be like nice and like nice, you know, thoughtful stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is not what I expected at all. And I was like, I was very pleasantly surprised. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, because yeah, it the book does like the story of the <clears throat> first one does kind of like addresses like yeah, death is seen as scary but it's part of life it's part of life i mean we got to talk about like when we say death and there's so many different connotations to the word and to to what it is like we like we picture death as like the grim reaper the scythe or in stepan sedgwick's case awesome person in bernadette a babe yeah a babe i like that you think i wouldn't get that reference (laughs) but when this one i love how it talks about that it's like yeah i mean it's natural part of life, but it's okay for you to feel sad, but you have to go on living. Sure. I really like how um, like her brother's spirit is there. It's like, and she's like, oh, but what about this? What about this? And it's like, and it's like, yeah, 
you can feel sad. It's okay to feel sad mm-hmm. when when someone leaves, but just know I'm here. So it so as you guys know, I lost my grandmother or one of my grandmothers last year. Mm-hmm. And um I unfortunately was not able to attend her funeral. Right. For because uh, I, I had COVID. Yeah, both myself and my girlfriend had it. And that hurt because and also it also it, it hurt because my grandmother, she was suffering from memory loss, dementia. She I, it was really hard to talk to her. Mm-hmm. So one night, um, I had this. Sorry, I'm going to this a little tangent because I I resonated with the story, but um, I had a dream where I was in this like essentially I was in a bloodborne town. Yarnum. Yeah, I was essentially in a Yarnum. I was there was a bunch of monsters everywhere. I run inside this house and it looked a little bit like my grandma's house. My pictures were on the wall, my brother's pictures, my family's pictures that were you were up in my grandma's house. And then I see my grandmother. And of course I start breaking down. She gives me a hug. And essentially she's like, and I tell her like grandma, what she's like, I know. I love you too. Mm-hmm. And then I go outside and start kicking ass. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, so for reading the story about how she misses her brother, it kind of resonated with me with how I miss my grandma. And I had that dream where even though I wasn't able to be there to celebrate her life and, and, and grieve properly because I was stuck at home and I wasn't able to talk to any, really any family members because she passed away in April and I wasn't able to talk to see any family members at all. Mm-hmm. It was like, damn, she really is watching over me. Yeah, you, right. The ones you love are watching over you. So even though that... that part wasn't only if they went to heaven though even though that story wasn't my my, necessarily my favorite it was definitely one that i feel people should read i mean it might not the the poetry might not translate well as we have said i didn't say it but it was definitely a one that that got me in the feels it's like yeah death is death can be scary but it's natural and it's okay to feel the things you're feeling spooky yeah uh, I think that's that's well said of like why I think that one's really strong, especially for like a uh, youth, uh, you know, encountering that the the way that it's articulated of moving forward but not forgetting kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think it's I think it's just a really thoughtful piece overall. I do think like the first and third uh, have great promise of like their representations of of really relationship dynamics. For for one, it's the relationship with those who have passed, but for another, it's it's a relationship with like trusted friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, much else? Anyone else? Well, I'm glad you picked it. I liked it a lot. Oh, thanks. 